All right. That class that you just took will lead us into this class right here. Because if you don't believe that what you hold in your hand is the Bible, then there's no need to study it. Amen. Amen. I know I'm teaching tonight. I won't preach. I, I, I've, I told Brother John earlier that I came over here to practice staying calm and teaching because you can preach a lot too. So, but I, <laughs> I look kind of stupid here today, just up here modeling myself. But I, 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 we have a lot of material, and I don't want you to go overwhelmed with, with facts. Facts. Okay, facts. Facts from the Word of God. And study on the Word of God. We're going to come into a study here on defending our King James Bible. So, Pastor, why such an emphasis on the King James Bible? Because there's such a battle against it. Right. You better know where you stand. And it's easy to say, well, I believe the King James Bible to be the only Bible. And that's, that's what I believed. I believed it all my life. Okay, amen. But I think you better have some depth to what you believe because you're going to be challenged. And when the challenge comes to you, and can I tell you it comes inside the church as much as it comes outside the church? Amen. And the battle rages inside churches just because the word Baptist is on it or the word church is on it. And they may preach from a King James Bible from the pulpit, but they just make reference to we preach from the King James Bible. But, and anytime there's a but after that, please run. Amen. You know, it, it's, it's that important. That's why you're here tonight. You're here tonight, I trust, I think, to come through some classes and go through some study of the Word of God to strengthen yourself in the truth. The Bible talks about being grounded and settled and know the truth. And you know, I think it's the church's responsibility to help you teach it, amen? Not just to get up here and preach to you a lot of other things, to preach truth and to teach you some truth and give you opportunity to know the truth. And we're going to go through a course, and this course we call, it's called Valiant for the Truth. And it's something our young people are going through, and it's the defense of the King James Bible. And this course costs $60. All right? I don't have your copies of them tonight because it's an investment of you want to have. You, now, you don't have to buy the course. I'm going to teach it to you. But it is good. There's things in there. There's things you write as you go along, and, and, and you fill in some things, and it'll help you of a study, it'll be an in-depth study. There's 24, there's 24 lessons. How am I going to do 24 lessons in nine weeks? I'm not. It'll carry you over into the next semester also. But here's what we can do. If you would like to order the complete set, and I'll order them tomorrow, it's $60. I don't have $60. Well, if you can bring $8 every Tuesday or $4 every Tuesday this semester and next semester and just pay for your, your copy of this, I will still order them for you. Okay, if you can pay your $60 and you want to order it, now you don't have to get two for your family, you can get a husband and wife can share one. Alright, you don't have to buy two for each, or if you're in a home there, you can, you can share off of each other there. But we're going to go through this material. Now, alongside of that, I, I was teasing my kids today, I have about 140 pages of notes, maybe 160 pages of notes that I've taken from other places. So get your pens ready, because I didn't copy these for you. I'm kidding. All right, but I do want you to know, so if you want me to order this for you, please see me afterwards. My wife had to leave there with the kids there, so you see me afterwards, and I will order enough copies, so next week you'll have it in your hand. If you would, please start in the book of Psalms, though, please. Psalm chapter 12. Psalms chapter 12 tonight. <clears throat> 
This class is a defense of the King James Bible and why I believe it to be the Bible, the only Bible. And history, you can go through history and we're going to go back through history and we're going to go through the time and know that what God inspired, God preserved. And I'm going to spend most of this class tonight, I believe, on inspiration and preservation because I think sometimes it's easy for you to say, well, I believe that the Bible's inspired. I believe God wrote it. But we really struggle in the preservation of the Bible that he was able to keep it the same perfect holy words of God that were written down back then are still written down for us today in the English language. Isn't it something? You, you believe God was, is, is capable of saving you, keeping you from going to hell, delivering you of your sin. He has the power to save you. I believe he has the power to keep his word. And he tells us in his word, if he did not keep his word for us, then he's telling us to do stuff we cannot do. Because he tells us to keep the word, does he not? He tells us where to go to his word. So here in Psalm 12, one of the great verses for us here, I'm just going to start the class with this verse here. The Bible says in verse number 6, the words of the Lord are pure words. You think of something that's pure, clean clean, no, no infirmities, nothing, nothing in there that cannot, it is so pure. The words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt, what? Keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Father God, Lord, help us through this class. Lord God, I pray, God, you'll give us the ability to listen. Lord, I pray, God, you'll give us the ability to understand. Lord, I thank you, God, for the faith that you've given us to believe you, God. And Lord, we believe you by faith. We take your word by faith. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you wrote it down for us, too, that we can look at it, read it. So, Lord, bless this time, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Oftentimes, one of the great questions you had today and today that we have the time we live right now and it's worse now than it was years ago because there's so many other different translations today or versions today of the of of I, I agree with him and I call it the devil too and people get upset at me and they listen to me I I didn't realize people listen to me on the, on the thing but I've had some people respond to me I listened to you on on your uh, recordings and um, appreciate you getting that out there for me Friends of mine I must, must have like looked my name up or something and they hear me call the Bible the devil's Bible and they're like, how can you say that from your pulpit? Well, if you don't believe that God's in the Bible, then who else wrote the Bible? That's a whole nother, I'm not going to preach. But anyway, so we believe and we believe this to be the Bible and say, so well, I'm going to, so the class I trust will help us get a firm foundation, a firm understanding of the history and then the questions that will come against you will answer some of the questions. What about the originals? What about the Greek? What about the Hebrew? What about the Koine Greek? And I'm going to give you some terminology and Mike, you'll be like, whoa, you're very smart. No, someone else did all the work. I just went and studied it myself like you're going to go study it. And we went to the Bible and show it from the Bible what we're going to know and what we should know and what we should believe. So, I'll ask us today, do you believe you hold the Word of God in your hand? Do you believe you hold the true Word of God in your hand? Do you believe you need someone to tell you what the Word of God really means or really says? Or do you believe God 
actually said what he said and he wrote it down for us. I believe he wrote it down for us. Amen. I believe that he had the power to take, say, well, we're going to get to 1611, we're going to get to, the, to King James, we're going to get to those men there, and were they really inspired, you know, the men of God that, that wrote it, and you go back to the men that wrote the Bible there, and the Bible tells us that they were inspired by the Holy Ghost. I believe that tonight. So I believe what we have here, when God gave it to us, and God gave it to those men to pin it down for us, he didn't have him just pin it down for just a little while, he had it pin them down for us right here in 2015. And I thank God I believe that tonight. I thank God that I know that tonight. I thank God that I don't doubt the Bible tonight. I thank God, I pray to God that you do not doubt the Bible. If you doubt the Bible, this class will be for you. It will help you. It will show you, as he said just a little while ago, when you study, and you study the Bible, you know what you'll find out? The Bible always proves itself to be true. Amen. Amen. That's what he's leading you to. Those nine steps, you know, when you start following those steps, you're going to find out that that Bible, always, God's always proves himself to be true because the Bible says he is true. So he's true. So you're going to go all the way back here. We'll go back here to... The originals and start there and you're going to hear words and I'll give you some words here. Some words that will come up. Some big words. Words like original autographs. The autographs of the original writings. And I just tell you, you don't go by the originals. We have a copy. Jeremiah chapter, we'll get to some of this in a moment here tonight. And I believe God preserved, God inspired, God preserved his word for us through time. You'll have manuscripts. You'll have you know, other things. You'll have words like minuscules, and it'll be defined in here for you, and it'll give you some definitions of it there so you don't have to write it all down. And a copy, and what a copy is, and what, 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 the, what, <clears throat> what other things would be, the text, and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of terminology that you'll get as you study this course. But can I just remind you tonight, the whole goal to the class, I believe, I pray, is for us, when we're all finished, that God will just amen what you already believe about the Bible. That is God's word. His holy, inspired, preserved word without error. You don't have to go anywhere else to know what God says. Amen. Except to the word of God. And preaching is declaring God's word. That's what preaching should be. We're declaring thus saith the Lord. So for us to preach, we must believe that we hold the word of God. Aren't you glad you don't have to come to me? For me to tell you what the Word of God means, you can go directly to God and God's Word and know what it says. So you go back here and you go way back in time here now. We're going to go back here to the beginning here. Go in your Bible if you would to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 36. Very familiar portion of scripture if you've ever studied the Bible about the history of the Bible and, and, uh, and, uh, and originals and going back to the originals and do we have the originals or where are the originals or what do we hold in our hands or I believe, you know, I believe the originals were inspired. You'll hear that. You'll hear many people say, well, I believe the originals were inspired, but I don't believe that that King James Bible I hold in my hand is inspired. I pity those people. I feel sorry for those people because I believe that the King James Bible is inspired. I believe that when you come to that Bible right there that you hold in your hand tonight, you don't have to go searching for some original autograph that you'll never find. You don't have to go searching for something you're not going to find. God brought it to us and placed it here for us. So you come here and you'll go to some questions here about the originals and do we just look for the originals or do we have a copy and if it's a copy then how can a copy be what God said? How can God inspire and preserve a copy? Well here in Jeremiah, did I tell you 36 or 46? 36. 
36. Well, some reason I'm in 46, so let me get to 36 myself. <coughs> All right, the Bible says, let's go here, verse number 1. The Bible says, And it came to pass in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, that this word came unto Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Take thee a roll of a book, and write therein all the words that I have spoken unto thee against Israel and against Judah and against all the nations from the day I spake unto thee from the days of Josiah, even unto this day. Now, if you would, go all the way down to verse number 21. Verse 21. So he told us there that it was brought before the king Jehoiakim, and he told us what he was going to do there. And now look at verse number 21 of Jeremiah chapter 36, if you would, please. The Bible says, So the king sent Jehudai to fetch the roll, and he took it out of the Elishma, the scribe's chamber. And Jehudai read it in the ears of the king and in the ears of all the princes which stood beside the king. Now the king sat in the winter house in the ninth month, and there was a what? Fire. On the hearth, burning before him. And it came to pass that when Jehudai had read three or four leaves, he cut it with the penknife and cast it into the fire that was on the hearth until all the roll was consumed in the fire that was on the earth. Hearth. So what happened there? He wrote. Back in verse 1, verse 2, God told him, he said, write this down. And then you come here to verse 21, and what happened to the original? It got what? Burn up. Burnt. So you're saying now that when you come and you read these portions of Scripture and you're reading Scripture here and you read Jeremiah and these portions of Scripture here, 36 and all the chapters you have here, that they aren't the originals, they were, copied, they were rewritten, recopied? Yeah, are they inspired? Amen. Did God write it? Could God, was God able to preserve it? Amen. He shows us from His Word. Aren't you glad God always proves Himself from His Word? You just go to the Word. You know the word scholars. And I was going to start writing all over this board here and draw pictures of, of little stick figures. That's about all I can do. I watched Dr. Ruckman and he draws all these beautiful pictures. I ain't got that. I got stick figures. But I was going to draw a picture of a scholar. I told Brother John afterwards I learned more in 40 minutes than I did in four years at Bob Jones. Why? Because they don't, they're scholars. They try to show how smart they are instead of what the Bible says. And we want to know what the Bible says. And you want, to be, you want to follow what the Bible says and follow people that lead you to follow the Bible and recognize it to be truth. I'm not up here tonight to tell you or to have to tell you that, you know, well, I think that this is the Bible or I think this is what we should do. or I think God was able to, you know, after it got destroyed in the fire to write and to preserve and inspire and to present, preserve his word for us. No, I know he did. And I believe he did. And I thank God he did. But the battle tonight, and what you find tonight, and what you'll see in, in many places, and maybe you deal with it yourself, and maybe you've had questions come, on inspiration of the Bible. And is the Bible really inspired? Some believe this. Some believe that the Bible is not inspired by God at all. I've run across those people. Anyone ever run across those kind of people? How can that Bible be inspired? Man got their hands on that. Anything man gets their hands on, let me tell you something. Anything God, God, God does, God can control. And God can control man's hands, man's thoughts, man's everything, and pin down for us the holy word of God. 
So if anyone wants to tell you, well, that's not inspired, how can that be inspired? You know, that, that's just, you know, it was lost, and they, this, it's, a, it's a lost man's, you know, the lost man's approach to the scripture. You know what it is? It's just them not wanting to be under any kind of sort of knowing that's the truth of the word of God. So they just try to say it's not God's word. You know, people are following that a lot. Well, how can I prove that it's inspired? Well, you prove it with the word of God. Some people say, well, God didn't inspire, he didn't inspire the Bible, <clears throat> but he uses it. I've, had, I've run across people that will use the Bible, but yet those, I've seen preachers. Now listen, please listen. I've seen preachers stand in that pulpit, preach from the Bible, but yet say it's not inspired. Run, 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 get out, get out, get out. He that soweth to the flesh shall reap corruption. And much corruption comes to those that sow to their own flesh to try to say, oh, how could a God, the Bible's not inspired. Portions of the scripture are inspired. You heard someone say that before? Just portions of it. I believe some of it's inspired, but I don't think all of it's inspired. Well, can I just again tell you tonight, I believe it's all inspired. Amen. I trust you believe it's all inspired. I trust, and you know, there's, you'll see some things through the classes as we go down the road, and you'll see some statements in the Bible and some things in the Bible and how God poured on it, and you say, well, how in the world, how is that in the Bible? How is that inspired by God? Anything in your King James Bible is inspired by God. Amen. God put it there. God wrote it. It's good for you to know that tonight. It's good for you to know that because there's going to be people that tell you, or maybe you even think, well, I think portions of the Bible are inspired, but how can it all be inspired? Just take that portion where it got burned into fire or others where they cut it up. Or, and you go and then, well, you know, how can some of that be inspired when man got their hands on it? Well, yeah, amen. We're going to see man, man did have, God played a great part in that. And King James played a great part in that. And those 40 men there played a great part in that, what God had for this Bible. But we still, by faith, believe that God was able to inspire and preserve his word. Amen. So why are you spending so much time on it? Because it's a subject that a lot of people don't believe. They believe they hold a Bible in their hand. Maybe they don't, don't believe it all to be all the words of God. I believe it to be all the words of God. And we're going to teach this class as though it's the, all the words of God. And if you at the beginning of this class think, well, you know, some of it this, or, you know, the Greek says this, or, or someone, man, will say this, or somebody else will say this. And, you know, I think you have to go some other place to know that what it really means or what it really says. No, God said what he said. And he gave it to us right here. And it's inspired by God. Some believe that he just inspired the Greek text or the Hebrew text or, and, and not this, the English Bible that we have today. I believe he gave us and gave us to what we have today. Some will say, you know, <clears throat> all these things that he has in this Bible here and, you know, the, 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 the generality of the Bible. But, I, you know, I think some of the doctrines of the Bible are true, but I just don't think all the words are true. I'm just going to tell you some of the things you come against. There's people out there. There's churches out there. There's pulpits out there. That's why I warn you all the time. Be careful who you listen to. Be careful who you receive the preaching from. Be careful who you receive the, de the declaring of the word of God from. Because if they're not declaring to you from this Bible, then they are not declaring to you the words of God. Say, well, you know, uh, you mean to tell me those, none of those Bibles contain any of the Word of God? No. 
I didn't say they don't declare any of the word of God. But I tell you, if you want all the words of God and all the oracles of God, you have to come right here. Right here. Right here. You know, and you're not going to go back and search for some original, as, you're gonna, as you see here, and you go back and look for some of this stuff and that great deep study. You say, well, preacher, don't you get into that great deep study and open up these, these books and look into those books and look into those manuscripts. And Can I just confess something to you right now? I never took a Greek class in my life. Did I just lose some, 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 uh, some, like, oh, you don't know anything about the Bible then, right? I never took Hebrew. Never took any of those languages. But I praise God that I know the Bible. Amen. And I could study the Bible. And I could read the Bible. Now, I'm not saying you can't go to some of those words there and some of that stuff. But I am saying that you, 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 if it doesn't amen this, it should amen this. And that's what the Bible does. So I believe the Bible to be inspired. But I think one of the greater, more perplexing things we have today is not just the inspiration of the Bible, but did God preserve his word? Is really what I hold in my hand today. Did, could God really, really preserve it for all these years? All that has gone through, all that we've seen it go through, and all the hands and all, all the people and all that it had to do. So I can say tonight that I hold in my hand the inspired, preserved word of God. Well, I believe you can say that tonight. And I think doctrinally, and what you have your doctrine on tonight, and what you have your salvation on tonight, and what you have your eternity based upon tonight, what God inspired, God preserved. Write it down. You don't have to write it on your paper, write it in your heart. He preserved it for you. So, well, I know that, preacher. I came to class tonight thinking I was going to get deep. We're good. We'll get deep. We'll get so deep, you're going to need a shovel in a few days. But it'll be good. But you got to start out believing that what we are getting ready to, 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 to teach and to defend, that you recognize that it's God's word. And God's word all the way through it. Genesis to Revelation. I'm with you. I, didn't, I did bring a watch. I'll watch the time go by. So here you have, many of you say, well, the originals. I know you don't have your book in front of you this week, but when you get it next week, you'll see as he comes along. And they're having a conversation in here, in your book here, about the manuscripts and what's the manuscripts. And is it, is it just not a, a translation? Or, or is it really inspired? Is it really preserved by God? And he'll give you the scriptures and you'll get some of your... your uh, your, your questions and some of the things that will go along with it here and what will happen there and what will take place there. And he's going to bring us right up to some of the places and some of the things about the manuscripts and how the manuscripts and what about those manuscripts. You say, well, I've never really studied the manuscripts. I have a book here. It's called Manuscript Evidence by Brother Ruckman. And you get into some of this stuff and, you know, I start reading this stuff and, I, you know, I, I've read it and I've read it a few times here. And, boy, there, you can get really, really, really into some of the study and some of the writings and some of the, some of the great truths that these men have studied out and have, have, have prepared for us and to present to us that what you hold tonight, what you hold tonight is you hold to the truth. <clears throat> and you don't have to go back to find the truth in any other way. What you come to is what we have here in our hand. I'll give you a word. Copies. That's a hard word for you, isn't it? Copies. But you know what you hold in your hand is a copy? 
It's a copy. We just gave you a little bit in Jeremiah there about where it burned, so what they had to do, they had to rewrite, they had to copy. So yes, if somebody asks you, do you have the original, the originals in your hand? Do you have the original, I mean the original Hebrew, the original Greek, the original writings that came down from Moses and from all, all those men that wrote the Bible there? No. I have a copy. So if I have a copy, well if you have a copy of something and you, and you don't have the originals, then how do you know what you hold in your hand was a copy exactly of what God had in the originals? Okay. Good question, right? How do you know? How do you know what you have is copied? And how do you know that it's someone along the way didn't break with what God had and what God did for us and what he preserved for us? <clears throat> well, I know because the word of God tells us and what he's shown for us that God was able not only to inspire and preserve the originals that were written, but also for the copies that we hold in our hand today. So what you hold today is a copy in your hand. Yes, copies are produced. And listen, they come from the Greek and those men that studied and those men that went in there and saw those words and took those words and studied those words. And you'll get into Antioch and you'll get into, into where they came from and, and, and uh, the, those men, Westcourt, Hort, and all those kind of people here that try to get in and destroy the Bible. But you have to believe. You have to believe that God preserved his word and what you hold in your hand is yes yes a copy but it is the pure words of God amen amen and amen all I want to do tonight is to lay a little foundation that what you hold in your hands grounded settled truth of God's word some come tonight saying, well, you know, maybe I come from somewhere, someplace where I don't, that King James Bible, yes, it's preached and I, and it, they, 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 you know, we believe it to be the Bible, but we believe you can go other places and you can go other places and find where the Bible didn't, didn't complete itself and God didn't give us everything. We had to go somewhere else to find out what God was really saying or go, go search it out somewhere else and try to see what it really meant or what it was really trying to say. And all I'm trying to tell you tonight is it's all right here. It's all right here. It's all right here. And for the next eight weeks, I ask you, I challenge you, give your attention. Say, well, you know, I, you know, we are all, you know, I just, there's so many other people and people, all these people have different opinions. I was going to say something, but I won't say it. It's on tape. But opinions don't matter. God is what matters. Sometimes people say, well, what do you, what's your opinion about something? Who cares what my opinion is? It's what we know and what we believe. And it's the word of God. So he tells us it's inspired, it's preserved for us. If we would go back there and we would begin to look at it there and see it, and we'll see what he has and what he's done for us. <clears throat> I want to give you these words, but I don't want to write them out, so I'm going to wait till next week. When you'll come to words like magiscules and minuscules and uncials and you'll come to some things here that were out there and the people will go and I'm telling you, there's scholars out there that want to be real smart. They want to be real smart. Can I tell you the smartest person there is, is one that just believes the Bible. The simple King James 1611, 1611. Amen. I told you, that's my address. You can join me on Hallelujah Lane in, in heaven. 1611 Hallelujah Lane. All right? My, 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 you just come visit me right there. 
That's how much I believe that this Bible is the truth. And when you come, you're going to study it. You'll see. You'll show some things. You'll come through the study of it. And you'll come through some of the, the history of it. And there's a history there. And people want to go and they want to attack the history of the, of the Bible. And they want to say some things and say, well, you know, who, who King James was. Or, or who, all this stuff about him. Or, or about where it came from. And this and stuff like that. Well, we'll answer some of it. We'll get into the Apocrypha. How many of you ever heard of the Apocrypha? Oh, man. That's it? Raise your hands again. Oh, man. All right. Well, we'll have to... Did you... Did you... Oh, I was going to play a trick. Do you know what's in the Bible? What's in the Bible? I should have asked, is it, is it in the Bible? No? No, it's not. A while ago, it was in there, but it was never believed because it wasn't inspired. Now, it's in the NIV and NASV and the Catholics and all those people. Because well, they believe you can pray people for out of death and perfect sinless uh, perfection, sinless perfection and stuff like that. So it will be an interesting class for you. So not everybody, yeah, amen, there you go, that's good. You're all looking at me like, what in the world was that? And we'll get into, you know, get into some different things here and the history of the Bible. And listen, I, I've started reading this, it's 587 pages. I'm doing some work for you for this class, all right? So Brother John, hey, listen, thank him before you leave. He put, a lot of, he put a lot of time. Listen, he doesn't get, he, there's nothing in it to him except a mansion in heaven and, 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 and a sandwich. All right? But he put a lot of time into studying. We don't just take the classes lightly. It's not just come and we don't want to waste your time. It's not a matter of, wait. we want you to know and teach the Word of God. And know what the Word of God says and how you can know the Word of God. That's why we started with how to study the Bible. We'll get into rightly dividing the Bible. We'll have a class in the book of Acts. We'll have classes on different books of the Bible and some different subjects of the Bible. But if you don't know how to get in there and know Scripture with Scripture and believe that what you hold in your hand is the Bible, then there's no point to anything else. You must believe that you have the Bible. You must believe that you have what God gave for us, what God wrote for us, and that God wrote it and that God preserved it and that God kept it for us. And it's only 8.15. But I am going to let you go early tonight. <clears throat> the books are good references, good helps. And as I said before, they all point to the Bible. They all take you back to the Word of God. And some of us struggle. Some struggle. Can I tell you even some struggle in our church over the King James Bible being the Word of God, the only Word of God? And some struggle in other places, and maybe you're struggling with it tonight. Maybe you have a hard time believing, and maybe you have a hard time really, really believing that what you hold, that King James Bible, man, I... That every word of it, every word of it, every word of it. You mean even the italicized? Every word of it. I, you listen, I, we spend so much time trying, to, trying to, to, to tear it down and trying to prove it wrong. If we would spend that much time just reading it and studying it, we'd have a lot of good studies of the Bible, wouldn't we? 
Instead of trying to say, well, I, you know, I just, ah. You know why you don't want to believe it? You don't want to study it. Study it. Know it. Let God show it to you. You'll come and you'll say, you know what? Man, I'm glad that I chose to believe that that was God's word. He says to pure, pure words. You got to go back to find the originals? Won't find them. Won't find them. I have to go find it in the Greek or the Hebrew? Go ahead. But you'll find it much more in your King James Bible. And only in your King James Bible. And you'll find that once you really settle that and I, I hate to use the word issue, but it is an issue. It's an issue with a lot of people. It's a stumbling block to a lot of people in, in, their, in their walk with the Lord. And it's a major stumbling block when you don't believe that you hold a Bible in your hand. So what about all those other versions? What about all those? I'll show you where they come from. And we'll just let the Word of God and we'll let history prove itself to you of that's not inspired. I throw that NIV sometimes. I would never throw this Bible. I, I, you know, when I look at this Bible and I hold it, I don't even like to put things on top of my Bible. It's just me. Why? Because I know what it took for me to hold it in my hand. I know what it took through history for me to hold it, for me to have it. I know what God did for me and how much I would need it. Why? Because he tells us today we're to live by what? By faith. By faith. You know where I get my faith? I get my faith right there. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Word of God. The word of God. The word of God. So when you leave here and you go tonight, Bible Institute started. I'm excited. Come over today, came over yesterday. I thought, Lord, what about the first night? I get to the end and they're going to be sleepy, they're going to be tired. I might reverse you next week. No, I'm just kidding. I said, but Lord, they're here. And when you started coming in the door, my heart was blessed. Why? Because I think you come to study the scripture. I think you came to study the word of God. Amen. To know more about God. And the things of God. And to settle yourself in truth. There's so much bogus teaching and false teaching going on out and about. Is there not? Is there not? Yes, there is. So you just thank the Lord for what you got. Thank the Lord he gave you an opportunity. It might cost you another night of the week. It's okay. It's okay. Study. Do the work. It requires work. It doesn't just require me or John or whoever's teaching or preaching to work. It requires you to do the work also. And when you go and you study and you look back and people come and they'll try to say, well, what about this? I just wanted tonight just to say, I hold in my hand the Bible. God's holy, infallible word of God. 
Do you believe it tonight? Do you believe you're taking it home with you tonight? Do you believe you're going to read it? And when you read it, you believe every word of it? You know why I know it's true? Because it works me over. You ever read something, one of those other, other, I'm not suggesting you do it. But if you ever read something, you just got that sense of what in the world is this? You ever heard someone read from it? I went to a church not long ago and thank the Lord I know where to go when I go to South Carolina next time I go. Brother Pickle and I are going to meet each other here in a few weeks. And that man stood up there and he started reading the Bible and I hit my wife. I said, oh Lord, we're in trouble today. I said, did you hear what he just read? Like every woman, she wasn't listening. She's not here, I can say that. I said, listen to what he's reading. Now look at your Bible. Where's he going to go with what he just read to what we just read? He can't even preach from the passage from what he just had. That's why it's important. That's why it's important. And it'll be important for us tonight. Father God, Lord, help us. Lord, I, I just wanted to lay a little foundation. Lord, it's a lot of material to look at, Lord, and without it in front of their eyes. I just didn't want to overwhelm them with words and definitions and But Lord, I do want us to know that what we have in our hand is inspired and preserved by God. And Lord, you told us that not one jot or one tittle, but we're to live by the word of God, Lord. And Lord, for us to live by it, Lord, you must, we must have it. So Lord, we have it. And Lord, you wrote it for us, for all of us, Lord, to be able to read it. Not to have someone read, have to read it to us or tell us what it means, but the Holy Spirit of God, Lord, can do that work in us and show us. And so, Lord, when we leave here tonight, Lord, we started an institute, a Bible institute, to teach the Word of God. And, Lord, for us to grow and be steadfast and unmovable and always abounding in the work of the Lord, Till you come. And so, Lord, we want to establish ourselves in truth tonight. Because when we go out those doors and we go to others and around others, we're going to hear, oh, that King James Bible. Ah, I'm so tired of hearing that that's the only word of God. Ah, how can you believe that that's, that's God's word? It's been so long and so many hands and so many things have happened. There's no way. That yet is really the words of God. But oh God, we know it is. And we're so thankful for that tonight. And yes, Lord, we're going to do the work. And we ask you to bless it. And Lord, bless our homes tonight and our families tonight and our children tonight and our young people tonight. Lord, there's some sitting here tonight that have lost loved ones. Lord, there's some real burdens tonight, Lord. Some real pressure on some lives tonight, Lord. And, but yet, Lord, they came because they need you, Lord. We need you. And Lord, we recognize the importance of your word and the importance of God to us. So, Lord, bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, listen.
try to turn turn these things off so they don't. If you would like.